Welcome to the Why We Try podcast. Have you ever tried something you thought you would never do, but ended up doing it anyway? That was me. I'm Caroline Gardner, a stay-at-home mom of three who thought I would never try something like a triathlon. Until I did, and everything changed. This is a show about people who dared to try something they thought they would never do, until they did. So let's go find out why we try. Hey guys, it's Caroline. I'm coming in here to give a little pre-recorded introduction to this next guest. I wanted to tell you a little backstory first. Reached out to Miami Challenge on Instagram and took a shot in the dark. Said, hey, anybody want to come on my show from Miami Challenge to talk about what is this race all about and why are they bringing it to Miami? They responded. They sent me an email and, uh, or gave me an email to, to reach out to. I did that. And they responded and said, okay, the CEO of Challenge North America, Bill Christie, would be delighted to come on to your show. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have to admit, I, okay, here we go. Giddy up. Uh, let's, let's get into it. My mom would be damn proud right now of this, of this daughter of hers. And she would say, go for it and ask the gas, the questions you want to ask. So I did just that. And, um, and something amazing happened. Um, as you'll, as you'll hear each one of us, it doesn't matter what level we're at. See, it doesn't matter what point we're at on this journey. We all have a why. We all have a why. And it's constantly changing. It could change from one minute to the next. But understanding and sharing our stories, no matter what point we're at, whether we're at the beginning, the middle, the end, I don't know. It doesn't matter. If we share those stories, we inspire others. And that is exactly what has happened to me. Now, I've shared with you guys that I went to an event and I never got to see the, the podium. I, I, I was way too slow. <laughs> By the time I made it to any kind of podium uh, event, I mean, it, it was over <laughs> because I was still finishing and everybody was cleaning up. So, so I never really got to enjoy everything um, that the, the people who were faster got to enjoy. And that's okay. I'm not saying, what about me? I want to enjoy what they did. No, they earned the opportunity and, and, and the, the medals and, and, you know, positions to go on to, to all the things that they've gone on to. So it's fantastic. It's just that in some of those events, there are videos of inspiring stories that I never got to see. And one event in particular that I went to and I didn't race, I sure bud, I did go and get to, um, to the event where they hand out podium placement and, and such. And that's where I saw footage of interviews of amazing, amazing amateur age group athletes, um, the athletes who are 
also out there with major obstacles in their life, special needs and the para-athletes. So for me, I, I was moved to tears when I saw those videos. And it's not that each person who won an opportunity to go on to a championship didn't move me. Of course it moved me, but it made me wonder what is their story? Now, why am I not hearing that? So that's one of the reasons that I wanted to start this show. And, and um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for Bill, Christy, sitting down with me on a Monday morning, beautiful, brisk Monday morning in South Florida, I might add, because you're going to hear what triathlon means to him personally. You're going to hear how does NASCAR fit into all this? Where did that come from? And how awesome is that? Because NASCAR is an amazing, amazing company. Uh, I don't want to say company. It's like a, it's like a, a family. I mean, they are a family. People who follow NASCAR, people who are partaking in NASCAR, you're all part of this big family. And I've gone to NASCAR event before and it's amazing. I have no, I had no idea what the heck was going on. I just knew that everyone was included and there were so many different opportunities. It wasn't just sit down and, and drink to watch the cars go around 293 times or 94 times or whatever it was. Uh, there were concerts, there was food venues, there was games, there was all sorts of different things going on at the same time. And of course, camping, hello. So to see that Bill Christie took this to, to, to NASCAR and, and challenge, how does challenge fit into this piece of the puzzle? I'm really, really grateful for Bill and his team taking the time out of their busy, busy schedule, sitting down with me and sharing some really amazing stories with us. And I hope you enjoy it. If you want some information on how to participate in any of the challenge events, guys, you want to, you, you don't want to miss these events. Okay. I just logged on. There are events all over and I can, I can feel, I can feel from the conversation with Bill that there are quite a few more that they're cooking up their sleeve. And I'm so grateful for it. Um, so log on to uh, the notes in the show below. I'm going to put all the links so that you can go and find all the information you need. There are a sliver of openings left for the sprint distance for Challenge Miami. The relay has only a few, few um, openings left. And for the middle distance, the 70.3 distance, again, Chances are by the time you hear my voice, there might not be any slots open for you to join, but that doesn't mean that you can't look forward and see what other races that they have going on. And I, I can't wait. Like now I've just, the fact that the way that they're changing triathlon races, not only just for um, us triathletes here, the pros and also our family members who you know, schlep everything all around and support us. And, you know, they're exhausted and they've been putting up with us for how many months to train. And then they got to go stand out there and watch us. Well, 
kudos to Bill and his team and all of the efforts of NBC, NASCAR, um, and of course the Challenge family for making this uh, event one that everybody can participate in and enjoy. Enjoy this conversation with CEO Challenge North America, Bill Christie. Have a great one, guys. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Why We Try podcast. I'm your host, Caroline, and I'm so excited today, this brisk Monday morning here in Miami, because I have a very special, special guest. Today, I have the CEO of Challenge North America, Bill Christie. Welcome to the Why We Try podcast. How are you this morning? I'm very well. Thanks for the invitation. We're, we're excited to be here. Well, I see you have a, a long sleeve jacket on yourself. So um, I'm assuming that you're already in South Florida gearing up for this wonderful event that's that's right around the corner. Yay. Yay. <laughs> We're pretty excited about that even more. It's um, I'm still in Daytona Beach. It's a little chilly here. For us Floridians, yeah. uh, you know, we're we're a little thin, uh, thin skinned by by most standards, as you all know. So, uh, yeah, it's chilly here, but uh, I can't wait to be there. I was in Miami weekend before last uh, for the NASCAR uh, Cup event, so big race uh, race down at the Speedway, same place we're racing. Uh, um, it was gorgeous. So it's a little chilly for us, but I'm sure everybody else is going to be very happy with the sunshine. Yes, yes, of course. And and I have a lot of uh, teammates on the Miami Tri Club uh, that are very eager to find out if that spring fed lake is going to be wetsuit legal. So we look forward to finding out if that's going to be the case. <laughs> you know, isn't that the big question? Everybody always is it? Hey, look, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be there. Uh, I'm going to be there all week. I am taking my wetsuit. Whether or not it's wetsuit legal, I promise you, I will be in my wetsuit. Ah, cheers uh, to that! I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm breaking a new one in. So uh, awesome! I'm awesome. Well, um, before we we get started, we always start the show with um, a favorite beverage. So, did you bring a beverage this morning? I so I did. It's a, it's an electrolyte blend that I put in. Uh, obviously, Coca Cola is a huge sponsor of NASCAR, so I'm drinking the Sani water. All right. But, but yeah, I put an electrolyte blend in it, so it's a it's a cup of coffee. I'm uh, pretty, pretty specific about coffee. I'm a coffee prude. Uh, most people wouldn't think that of me. Uh, okay. Well, do tell. But, tell me a little bit more, more, a little bit more about your coffee uh, preferences, because I love coffee too. So tell me. So it has to be efficient, right? It's got to be faster, efficient, or I'm bored to tears. So <laughs> Nespresso makes a machine that's got all kinds of these little, uh, all these different types of coffee you can put it in. And I just, I just think it's fantastic. Put it in yeah. and off. Put it in, turn it on, call it a day. Yeah, there you go. We got it. Well, you got a lot, a lot of jobs to get done. So I'm sure you need it. You need it to kick in and let's go. So cheers to that. I am coming in with my friend and teammate who's also owner of um, Fit by Elia. He ah. came in and he dropped me off a shake this morning because he was so excited and um, so I'm going to call this the Green Hulk. I don't know if that's the name that he calls it, but I am going to give it that name. And, I like um, it. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's kale. It's very green. It is extremely green. So, and March, we're in March. St. Patty's Day is right after this this wonderful event coming up this weekend. So I'm very excited about that. I'm going to guess kale and spinach. Yes, kale. He said kale. It also has pineapple, almond Ooh. milk, and bananas. So no, I'm jealous. <laughs> well, he's 
he's here in Miami. So, uh, and actually he's going to be at the race. He's, he's partaking in the sprint. So super excited about that. And, uh, well, cheers. Let's take a sip of our beverage to get us started here on Monday. Mm. I like this custom. Yeah, we need, we need a little something, right? We have to stay hydrated and, uh, and relaxed a little bit as we get, get going to these events, because it's been a while for all of us. I mean, you just finished Daytona there in December and congratulations on that event. We're so excited. We're so thankful. We're really, really very thankful to you, uh, for putting that on, but I, I want to get to know a little bit more about Bill. So if I may, uh, I'd like to ask you, like I ask all my guests, what and when were you first introduced to triathlon yourself? Uh, we, um, we started back in 14. Our eldest son is a race car driver, was a race car driver at the time. He had jumped series. And if you think about NASCAR drivers like Major League Baseball, they have minor league. Um, they've got single A ball, double A ball, triple A ball, and then what they call the show, which is the TV product that we all see called Major League Baseball. Mm. He had just jumped from single A ball to double A ball, which is the truck series. He had to live in Charlotte with his truck team. So he's on his way to Charlotte and we're pretty close with all our kids. Um, and he suggested as a way for us all to stay connected as we do this thing called a triathlon sprint relay. <laughs> I was a poor cyclist and my brides are just probably one of the prettiest swimmers I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And he's such an athlete, not working at it. He's going to run, you know, sub seven miles. And that's before he even knew how to run. So we did a sprint, uh, not far from here, not far from Daytona beach, had a great time. Probably my favorite story out of that is two favorite stories. You know, every race has got a story, right? Every race. My first favorite story is my bride was in the water, uh, graceful, moving beautifully through the water. And this guy who's 6'3 goes running by her because she's swimming in shallow water. <laughs> and we didn't know the rules, right? We didn't know you could run as far as you could run. Mm. And she, she's the first woman to the first turn buoy. And all of a sudden we see her flailing in the water. And everybody gets by her. A lot of people get by her. And, and lifeguard comes up and says, are you okay? And she says, I hear her scream. I'm okay. She comes out of the water. Ben's like, are you okay? She said, I thought it was a snake. It was the rope to the buoy. <laughs> she said, I hate snakes. So she gets into transition. I'm giving her a hug and a kiss. And I'm telling her how proud I am. And my, my stepson's on the outside of transition. Said, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? This is a race. Stop kissing. <laughs> so um, I went off on the bike. And we knew that I was going to be done in about 35 minutes there, plus or minus. So 35 minutes goes by, 40 minutes goes by, 42 minutes goes by. And Ben looks at his mom and says, where's Bill? And his mom said, let me just tell you what happened. He went into the first turn. He came in hot. He crashed. He got back on the bike. He's going to show up here. He's going to be bloody. I come, in <laughs> I come into transition. My back wheel's doing this. I'm bloody. Ben said, what happened? I said, well, I went into the first turn a little hot. I said, I hit the sand. I went over the handlebars. I crashed. Lisa starts laughing. So Ben, as a part of his race, uh, he's going over a bridge, gets passed by this guy who's got 63 on his calf, meaning he's 63 years old. Mm -hmm. This guy went by Ben like he was standing still. <laughs> that was our first experience. 
we started racing that fun. That and is every fun. Race got, every race has got a story, right? Absolutely. Yes. That's, that's what's got us started. Uh, we got more serious. Ben talked us into a uh, a 70.3 mile distance, a middle distance uh, for 2015, September 2015. So all three of us raced by ourselves. Um, I turned around and did, Ben and I were supposed to do our first full distance together uh, in 17. Um, and so he didn't make it. I went with two of my teammates from here in town. Uh, we all raced together in another country, which was absolutely brilliant. We were in New Zealand. It was gorgeous. Wow. And uh, my bride came over and my youngest came over to watch, uh, watch me cross. There are huge stories behind that one. I won't even go into the stories. <laughs> uh, it is a known fact that I ate 16 bananas on the course. Wow. Um, it's also a known fact. We were heading into a, it was a 26 mile an hour wind. Uh, so I was averaging about 34 on the way out about nine on the way back pushing about 260 watts Ooh. so yeah it was brutal was so brutal. i was out there a long time i think it's fair to say i ate a lot of bananas um <laughs> more stories after that we're not going to get into those uh, <laughs> we'll leave yeah. those stories we'll leave those stories out on the on the course leave, we're gonna run it That's <laughs> another day so yeah so we started uh we started racing on give you a story Oh Wait. my good! Oh my goodness! Wall of, wall of the shame. wall keeps the wall keeps go. You need a longer wall. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get. Uh, I think we're gonna go to a second line. But yeah, so those most all of those. Um, I'm lucky uh. that uh, my stepson has always been at the finish line, wow. uh, waiting for me, which is a really really special thing. So that is extremely extremely special, and I'm so glad that I asked that question because. Um, I've, I've done as much research as I possibly can on you and I could not find, uh, some of your story and, and some more about you. So I really appreciate you sharing that story. And I, what's coming to me now is, is understanding, of course, the name of the show is why we try and, and how interesting, um, well, not interesting, but it makes so much sense to me now how you have NASCAR and you have triathlon and how they're coming together. And, and so share with us how that chat, that relationship started with challenge. I know, um, from previous interviews, you've explained that you went over to Roth. Is that correct? Uh, or so, was it that they came here? So they, they were ZB, uh, uh, who was CEO of challenge family was looking for a restart back in the United States marketplace with the largest triathlon marketplace in the world. Mm. And I was on my bike and I was training for a race and it was not one of his races. And he wanted to know why I had a t-shirt on that said training for. Yeah. And he said, why not? <laughs> like, why wait, not? what about ours? <laughs> All right. What about our races? And I said, uh, and I, I'm, I mean, my coach was, I was doing an FTP test and I was not in the mood to chat. And later she said, do you know who that is? And Tamara is a, a renowned, uh, successful triathlete uh, back a generation before Belinda Granger. So she goes back 20 years and still races at 44 and wins her age group every time. She won mm -hmm. the world championship, uh, the, the championship for Challenge Family mm -hmm. in her age group last year. Incredible. And so two years ago. And so um, obviously I didn't have much to say. She said, do you know who that was? I said, no. She said, that's ZB Slubchuk. He's CEO of Challenge Family. And so I saw him after and I was having a coffee. I said, hey, I didn't mean to be rude. I was 
in the middle of an FTP test. I wasn't much for talking. Uh, he said, no, I totally understand. I said, what are you doing here? He said, well, I said, we're, I'm scouting out Claremont for a triathlon venue. I said, have you ever been to Daytona Beach? And he said, no. I said, have you ever been, so you've never been to the stadium? He said, no. I said, why don't you come visit me tomorrow? So I took him all the way up in the tower. And I think the, I think the glare's too much or I'd actually give you a picture of the track because my office is, I'm, I'm looking at the second floor of the stadium on one end at turn one. So that's, as I, as I look out my window, that's, that's what I see. Wow. And um, I took him up to the spotter tower, which is where the, uh, the race car drivers have a teammate called a spotter. And their purpose is to tell you exactly what to do, because when you're in your race car, that's all you can see is a tunnel vision. You can't see what's going on next to you. And that's because of the safety measures in the car. Mm-hmm. So I took him up to the spotter tower and, you know, Lake Lloyd's a, you know, a huge 1300 by, I think six, 1300 meter by 600 meter wide lake. The people have no idea that's in there. People have no idea that you can take every major football stadium, baseball stadium, soccer stadium uh, in the state of Florida, put it inside the international speedway and still have 30% land mass excluding the lake. So he saw it, he saw it and he said, this is, this is perfect. This is the only triathlon venue in the world that people actually will see triathlon as entertainment. Yeah. And that's how it started. And um, about two months prior to that, a very dear buddy of mine, Charlie Lidecker, who was a world-class open water swimmer, uh, he won the triathlon. He won the Alcatraz Classic at 49, took out all the kids, took out all the pros. The guy's <laughs> a beast. But he, Charlie's a world record holder. He swims with Rowdy Gaines. Uh, I mean, the guy's serious. He said, we should do a triathlon here. And that was really the genesis, right? That's really where it came from. Hmm. So um, that was the beginning of the relationship with uh, Challenge Family. They're magnificent people. Um, well, and- my, and not to interrupt you, but my, my coach, um, Andy Clark, the, the one who's helped me literally learn how to swim and blow bubbles in the water. Um, he, when I've asked him, what race does he find one of his most memorable ones? And it was him and his, his wife went to challenge Roth and hands down, he said it, there's nothing like coming into that village and, and the feeling that you get when everybody's there. And it's not because they necessarily really know everything about triathlon. It's just because they're so grateful and happy that you're there. And he's like, there's no energy. There's no other race like it. And um, so in hearing what you guys are totally bringing here to the U.S., I mean, tell us a little bit about how you're changing triathlon as, as we know it, especially for most of my listeners are beginners or people that are coming out of hiatus uh, and coming back to the sport. So please share with us, you know, how are you changing that for everybody? The first thing that we decided to do was that it was obvious to me, and if you had asked me in 2018 to name the top five men and top five women, I couldn't have told you. Um, I was a sponsored water skier many years ago, and my sport died because we never connected with our fans. Well, we saw that in uh, triathlon. So we took a NASCAR approach, which meant autograph sessions, we wanted to create a fan zone. We call it a fan zone. It's almost like an Olympic village. 
Some people refer to them as expos. We don't because of the amount of energy that's there and the things that are there. Um, we wanted you to be able to get a great meal. We wanted you to be able to uh, train in a place that you know there was an energy level that was unmatched. So we created this little, this little uh, Olympic village, if you will. And being straight across the street from two phenomenal hotels where you can walk to and from the venue or many hotels, you know, Daytona is a new place. It's not the Daytona people knew of years ago. Mm -hmm. It's vibrant. It's young. There's great restaurants here. There's things to do. Um, we wanted to give a different experience. We wanted to create that Roth experience. We yeah. wanted people to have that kind of an energy. Uh, and we did it. And we did it through the, the fan zone and the fan interaction where we put the fans. Uh, COVID changed a little bit, but obviously our safety protocols were such that we got back to racing when nobody else could. Uh, we'll do that again in Miami. But the, the biggest thing that I think we did to change the sport uh, was the dream of turning this into real entertainment. Now, if you ask my wife uh, prior to a challenge race, um, I'm not guessing like many others, she's not going to go ever watch me do a triathlon ever again, <laughs> even as a triathlete. She's not, she's not going to sit there and, and let's be fair. I'm out there a while. Right. So it's not, <laughs> I, it's, I am too, Bill. I am too. Okay, and my daughters, I have three daughters. They say the same thing. <laughs> well, now my daughters are all going to run the 5k. So both of my daughters are going to run the 5k. My wife's in a relay. Uh, she'll be the cyclist in a relay. Um, my son will not be there here, but he raced Daytona. He had his fastest. Yeah, he had his personal best, which Daytona is such a fast course. We we uh, pulled a bunch of people and people, 60% of the people had a personal best oh. uh, race. And it's, it's just that fast a course. So it many is, people are so think, excited to hear that right now. They're listening and they're going, all right. <laughs> we think it's the fastest in the world. Um, the other big thing that we did was besides creating that energy in that Olympic village where you could get a shower, change clothes, get a good meal, you know, things that just don't happen in races around mm -mm. the pro athlete interaction, uh, the autograph sessions, um, the training videos. I don't know if you just saw it, but T.O. just did a uh, Tim O'Donnell was gracious enough to do a, a, a wine, a wine with T.O. I saw so that. That looked, that, you know, this interaction that's happening is it's so important. We know we we just are coming through this pandemic. If it taught us anything, it was how important is it that we have these connections, not only with um, each other as team members, but also with those leaders. And those are the pros. And they and, and we had never we had never watched them race yeah. all the times that I've been on the start line. They'd go and I'd never see them again unless they passed me on my first lap and their last lap on a run, uh, which has happened once. And uh, um, I joke about it because I remember it was Andy Potts who crossed, crossed past me. Uh, and he and I joke about that, but having that race carved out to be a specific, its own race to allow the age groupers to interact, understand who they are, meet them, and then create a following by having their own race was a really serious component to what was one of the other things that we did to make the sport different. Lastly, we knew we could make a TV product. We tried it just to take it for a test ride. We tried doing the pro race um, on a real low budget. What would happen in 2019? Mm -hmm. We couldn't believe the number of people who jumped on Facebook 
to watch the live stream of the pro race. So as you know, with Daytona, NBC was gracious enough to let us put together NASCAR productions came in. Those folks got to do something besides race cars. And we think they did an unbelievable job. At least that's what the community has told us. And we turned a very boring sport into a very entertaining sport. The numbers were, to give you an idea, we had about 600 and we had exactly 690,000 sustained viewers, people who turned it on and didn't turn it off. Wow. Not the live stream. This was the TV, the cutdown. Wow. We had 1.4 million people who tuned in and tuned out of the broadcast. Now, to give you an idea, that took IndyCar out, that took CBS out for their daytime, that took ESPN, same time slot out. It was more than Rolex 24 by a long shot. Yeah. So uh, my, my favorite part was my bride, God lover. She was in the NASCAR media meeting and they had me on speakerphone. They, they called me and, and uh, said, hey, we just got the Nielsen data in. I said, great. And they read through all the data and I said, that's fantastic. Uh, and I said, can I ask you a question? They said, sure. I said, is that good? <laughs> I, I had no idea, right? Like, tell me, is this, where, where am I here? Where am I? They're like, you have no idea. Yeah. You have no idea how good this is. Yeah. Then the international broadcast data came in and then the viewership on live stream started coming in. Uh, and we were just blown away at the comments and the content and people who said things like, my wife hates triathlon. She not, she didn't get off the couch um, the entire time. So we know that it's entertaining because when you look at those numbers, there's only 400,000 triathletes in the United States. And when you talk about, you know, 1.4 plus 690,000 just in the United States, it tells you people are entertained. So yeah, we're going to do that again in Miami. We're excited about doing it. We were fortunate enough to have signed a two-year deal with NBC. Wow. So every North America event, awesome. That is very cool. Wow. Every North America event will be on TV. We're on TV three times coming up uh, on the 18th, the 20th, and the 21st. Uh, those time frames and that's on NBCSN. So if you don't have access to NBCSN, make sure you get it for the cut down. Live stream, you can go on to the Challenge Miami Facebook uh, website. And for $2.99, you can watch the live stream. Love it. Of the entire uh, the entire NBC production. So I love it. I love it so much. That's how it changed. You guys are doing so much and and I'm I'm so appreciative because uh in tapping into my why of of triathlon, it's it's been hearing the stories of of people just like me and why they go out to do it, and then also finding those heroes that I look up to and and pro athletes and listening to their stories as well. So that's something that you did talk about with, um, with your friend, Bob, uh, Bob Babbitt, you talked about that with him and how the stories are so important. And so one of the things that my coaches recognize is that we have like 40 athletes coming down to, to participate here in this wonderful challenge, Miami. We're Love so that. excited. Yeah. We're so Thank excited. Thank you. And we've, we have new, we have, a, a I think it's um, 40 or 50 new triathletes that just started, just that are just starting now. And in, in, so hearing those numbers, as far as, as the viewers go, I mean, if this pandemic did anything um, to try and find the light in, in a world of chaos, it's, it's 
looking at how we're living our lives. So that makes a lot of sense to me that people are tapping in and saying, what, well, what is triathlon? There's so many different events that you guys are holding on. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, holding on this upcoming weekend. You have three days packed. 11, 11 events, 11 events, 11 events. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we're excited. Goodness. You know, the thing that you just said that, that is near and dear to my heart. And I, I have to go back because it's so special what you just said. One of the things that I swore to myself was that rarely is somebody going to get an opportunity to race a world championship, whoever's brand it is. And the world championship experience is about what the place looks like, how it feels, what the energy level is. And we've done two things for the age groupers. The first thing we decided was, I don't care if it's your first sprint or your hundredth sprint, I want you to cross the line and have it to be so beautiful that it's a world championship experience. Mm. And it is. Uh, and I think you can see that on Challenge Daytona. We're going to do the same thing in Miami. So that was really important to us. The second thing that we did that we decided was absolutely critical was regardless of your level of skill, we've got a rolling start into the water. And as you know, the majority of triathletes anxiety is associated with mass starts. We don't do mass starts and we do it for that reason. We want you to fight for your best personal time, not for your space in the water. Mm. So those are kind of the things. Oh, that, you just like, uh, you brought my anxiety, anxiety to like, a, oh well, yeah. <laughs> your story about blowing bubbles. I know it's very near and dear to my heart because uh, I was right there with you. I couldn't swim 25 meters without having a a cardiac event. So yes. uh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's, 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 that's, that's amazing. And for all the, the beginners or those again, that are coming out of a uh, hiatus into the back into the sport, it sounds like this is definitely an event for them um, and their family and their family, even, uh, even everybody, you know, well, one, was, my favorite race is the kids race. Yeah. We've got over 125. In fact, glad we're talking about it. Um, the sprint will probably close down. I think we've hit maximum on the sprint uh, either today or tomorrow. There we go. Uh, I just reviewed the yeah, just reviewed the numbers. So I think they're closing down the sprint. They're close to closing down the kids' race, which is by far my favorite. Boy, they're just relentless. <laughs> like you're watching them come in on those bikes and they're coming in hot. And you're like, slow down, slow down. Uh, so yeah, so no fear, no fear. They're finally no free. Fear. They're like, I gotta go, get out of here. <laughs> I had to go back to your story about blowing bubbles in the pool because uh, you know I, it's just it's just true. But I do have something to show you. Yes, yes. This is the official challenge <gasps> Miami kit. Oh, look at that. I love it. Gorgeous. Oh my gosh. Whoa, look at those colors wear. in the palm tree. I love it. Right. <sighs> Veneto did that for us. They do my team kit and they've been doing the challenge Daytona kit forever. Um, that is fantastic. Kit, but yeah, the, it's, it's gorgeous and it's fun. Oh, and yeah. Colors. It's very unique and it's, it's unique to us here. So we're very happy. We're very happy about that. So thank you. Um, and well, I do, I want to ask you, um, one, one quick question before we do the rapid fire round, because that's, oh boy, that's always okay, fun. The last quick question is, um, uh, of course, to the, the tri clubs. So tri clubs are a big part of, uh, of triathlon. And, um, one of the things that we wanted to know from, from different various tri clubs in the area is ever thinking about, uh, a tri club pit, <laughs> a tri club pit, <laughs> what is a tri club pit? 
Well, I don't know. Just uh, coming up with um, an area. I know you have a lot of different uh, oh, okay, events sure. going on, and 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 various things of, of vendors that come in um, in your in your festival that you're basically putting on. Um, and tri clubs do are like families, and yes. so we kind yes. of come no, in packs. Exactly. So I'm wondering, exactly. someday maybe we'll we'll have to we'll have to see if ever that's an a, an interest to you guys. So uh, two things. Let's talk about age groupers in general because that's yeah, that's you and I, right? Yeah, for sure. And everything else is a great experience. We want to have a great experience. I want to be able to take a shower. I want to be able to get a hot meal. Yeah. Uh, right. I want to be able to to do all those things but we're going to do a couple different things. So if it were Miami and it wasn't COVID times, right? Yes. Miami garages for cars line up right down pit road. So if we had each tri club in one of those, you could actually see the entire race right from your tri club pit. Wow. Uh, we did it two years ago in, in Daytona before the, before, uh, the healthcare concerns. Correct. Uh, it was a big hit. So next year, Miami, I promise you. I got you. Yeah. Where we're gonna try to go. now, the that would be pretty that cool. Is, <laughs> this I think you're going to like even more. We've got, I, we've got multiple fixed point cameras and we will live stream the age group sprint race and the age group um, middle distance 70.3 mile race. And so you'll be able to sit there and live stream on at no charge, obviously. Uh, but you'll be able to see yourself and a lot of the people, because they're fixed cameras, watch and race uh, as if they were pros. So what we're preparing for in Daytona, which NASCAR production is preparing for as we speak, is we will actually live stream the age group race the way we live stream the pro race. So rather than having fixed point cameras, we'll also have mobile cameras. Whoa. So look, as far as we're concerned, the pro component was about joining professionals and age groupers to appreciate each other, to create a better culture than what's there already. Right. right? How do you engage these people personally? Mm-hmm. Meredith Kessler did three bike rides where I think Zwift designed the Miami bike course for her. And you got to Zwift ride with Meredith. Fantastic. Geo jumped on and I know a couple other folks jumped on with her as well. Um, I think Lionel jumped down with her one day. So those are the kind of things that we want to do is to continue to add value to the age grouper. And I will tell you that probably the funnest, man, one of the coolest things we're going to do this year is if you're number one man or number one woman overall, you will receive one of those big white checks. So Wow. You are going to win an award. You're going to get Bill, paid. That's huge. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That's right? huge. And 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 also I just I do want to touch on that because um what you had had also what I I learned of was that there are six um six athletes that in age each age group, correct? That if they compete and they receive a golden ticket which I mean, who doesn't want I love that. Like a golden ticket. I mean, you get the like the golden ticket and uh, the championship that you have for the middle race, is that correct? The middle distance um, is in uh, Slovakia? Slovakia. Yeah. Wow. It's an hour south of Vienna. It's in a beautiful, beautiful little town. Oh, um, incredible. Slovakia. And so the roll down is six deep. And in Daytona, you get a golden ticket because Daytona is now the championship of the Americas. 
So if you choose on that roll down to go to Slovakia, the top two people go. If you don't, you get to go to the Championship of the Americas, which starts next year. So you'll be coming to, and we haven't decided what venue it's going to be at yet, which is why we're not passing out golden tickets in Miami yet. Mm. Um, but we did in Daytona for Slovakia. So this is something we're going to implement for, for this season. So if you choose to not race in Slovakia, but you're still on that six-person roll down, mm-hmm. you can come and you'll get a ticket to race with us at the Championship of the Americas. Love it. So you're going to be comp- competing with Latin America, everything we're doing in the United States, uh, plus uh, one of our new venues that's to, to be named at a later. Ooh, I can't wait to find yeah, out. The golden tickets were quite a hit. Um, I love that. I do have one. There's one over there. But yeah, the... If you've not, have you not seen, have you seen one? I haven't seen a golden ticket. I would love to see a golden ticket. They weigh a ton. Let me get one. (laughs) Ah, I do have one. Right here. This was the first year we gave out golden tickets. So this is a Willy Wonka bar. This is where we got the idea. Oh my gosh. And on the back, and you can see how thick it is. It's, it's pretty heavy. And on the back, it says, uh, I qualified for the championship 2020 at Challenge Daytona. Look at that. That so, is phenomenal. Daytona, you get these. And starting um, at Daytona of this year, uh, we'll start with, because we, we don't know what other races are going to happen right. around Latin America. We'll start passing those out to get to the north america championship so if you show up for north america championship as a north america qualifier you will get a version of this that is about the north america championship look at that and you can take a you can bite it like that's that's that's, that that is gold baby (laughs) i love it that is fantastic awesome awesome all right we are off to the rapid fire round are you ready you want a sip of your electrolyte here get a sip of my shake here all right i'm ready All right, here we go. Number one, in swimming, bilateral breathing or just left or right? What side are you breathing on? Bilateral until I get to a distance where I just can't suck enough air and then I go to the left side. Unless the waves are hitting me and I'll switch to the right side. All right, nice. Very, very cool. All right, and number two, a long bike ride. Are we doing bib shorts or tri shorts? Bib. (laughs) Thank God for bibs. I have to agree with you, Bill. All right. And out of all three, I think I know Unless which I'm one. Racing. Unless I'm racing, then I got to wear the kit. Then I okay. The yes, that's a, that's true. If it's, I... if, it's a, if it's a practice ride, bibs for sure. <laughs> no question. No question. But yes, when it's a race, yeah, a kit. A kit. Um, all right. So then uh, number three, your your favorite out of the three, I do think I have an idea of out of the three swim, bike, or run. Swim, bike, or run. Years ago, I would have said swim. Uh, I would have said bike first, then swim. But I will tell you that uh, I've learned that run is my favorite. Not that I'm fast, but because regardless of where I am in the world, I can put my shoes on and just puts me in a different place. And I get to take pictures of some of the coolest places in the world while I'm running. I think I posted one on Miami Beach. I met the nicest people, the Hoffmans. And I had my challenge, uh, challenge Miami shirt on. And they said, are you going to race? Is that the shirt? How do we get that shirt? 
And I turned around and I introduced myself and we took pictures and I shipped them two of this material shirts last week. Uh, so the ability to do that, I have to say run for sure. Yeah. Awesome. I'm slow. Let's be fair. <laughs> hey, I'll, I, I'll, I am definitely in that category. So no problem there. Cruise is nice. A nice, a nice, uh, a nice conversational pace. That's always important. <laughs> I love that. I will steal that. Yeah, it's good. It's important. That's where you find out the most information. Um, all right. Number four, scrambled eggs over easy or sunny side up? Over easy. With over easy. Over With easy. hot sauce. Okay. All right. Any particular type of hot sauce? Or just oh, any? Oh, yeah. No, I'm a true Tabasco guy. Oh, okay. Straight Tabasco. All right. Hardcore. <laughs> awesome. And uh, number five, sunrises or sunsets? Running on the beach for a sunrise, sitting on my dock with a glass of wine in my hand for a sunset. Nice. Can't awesome. one or the other. <laughs> both of the same. Yeah. All right. And um, they both go with that that kit, I have to say, because it could be a sunrise or sunset ride. It it's pretty matter. wild, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm going to give you one bonus question because... Uh, one of the oh, things, oh. yeah, one of the things that you talked about was, um, having that opportunity in the tunnel with, um, NASCAR where the, 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 the drivers strike their pose and, uh, and, and you mentioned something that we all, we all need, you know, and I think that in this moment, while we're coming back, we're all coming back. Thank goodness. We're all coming back. Um, you know, we do, we need some heroes. And so I think it's really, um, and some villains because that, that makes it pure entertainment. Not out of the villains. <laughs> oh. I, just got, I just got off the phone with my favorite villain, Andrew Starkowitz, about right before our call. All right. <laughs> awesome. And, and so my question is that, um, I have a bonus question in, uh, in, in, I guess I would say Marvel, what would be one of your, your favorite, uh, heroes and, and your favorite villains? Uh, uh. <laughs> well, my favorite villain's an NASCAR driver. There's, there's no question about it. And that's Tony Stewart. Um, I just think he was the best villain there ever was. Um, you know, and to be absolutely fair, probably of late, I have to give a huge shout out to Danica Patrick. Mm -hmm. um, here's a woman who's five feet tall, as you know, beautiful, a very gifted driver. And I watched her walk over to Michael Waltrip, who's six. I'm going to say Michael's six, six. <laughs> and she starts poking Michael in the chest, <laughs> screaming at him, throws, his, throws her helmet at his feet, hits his foot. She's still screaming at him, pushes him, walked away. I'm like, okay, I'm impressed by that. That's, that uh, is impressive. Um, <laughs> from a, from a, a, a Marvel standpoint, I'd have to say the Punisher, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> um, a dear friend of mine, uh, a dear friend of mine was a special forces, a light bird colonel in 2004 in Afghanistan. And his, his group was, um, was the group that had the Punisher logo. And we started supporting them by sending them baby wipes and canned cookies and beef jerky and all kinds of stuff. And we took on, you'll see my team kit all has a Punisher logo on it. We're switching this year. Um, 
we are picking up an element of Steel Team 3 to sponsor them. Mm-hmm. So our logo will be their new logo. Well, their, awesome. their, their team symbol. So I would have said Punisher. Uh, <laughs> you know why I would have said Punisher. Yeah, of course. That's what gives you the rest of the story. So, Love it, yeah. Phil. Thank you so much uh, for your time today. I really appreciate it. You started my Monday just wonderful. And uh, I really look forward to, to enjoying your event here and, uh, and spreading the word. So put all, I'll put all your information here, guys, for you in the notes of the show and all over social media. Looking forward to it, Bill. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, we had a great time and uh, I look forward to seeing you. Make sure you pull your mask off at a socially distant. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, although I've been vaccinated because I'm in the healthcare business, make sure that uh, I can put a name and a face together with everybody on the show. So looking for you'll you'll find that uh, I'll be out doing nothing more than uh, saying hello to everybody because my work's done and my group's hard at it. So can't wait to meet all you guys. Would love to meet the club. Um, Definitely. I absolutely. I hope everybody has a great time. We're excited about being there. Thank you. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Why We Try podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. We sure do appreciate it. Until next time.